March is Women's History Month, and we'll be celebrating contributions to history, culture, and society all month long. In 1939, world-renowned singer Marian Anderson was denied permission to perform at a concert at Washington, D.C.'s Constitution Hall due to a whites-only policy. With the help of President Franklin Roosevelt and First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, an open-air concert was arranged on Easter Sunday, 1939, on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. 75,000 attended the concert, with millions listening around the country on the radio. Stay tuned on Love 860 as we continue to celebrate women throughout March. 860 AM WAEC Atlanta. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is not a time to get distracted. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. We thank the Lord and, <clears throat> and how that he has blessed us. Amen. We truly thank uh, Emmanuel for just being who he says. Amen. It's so many, so many of us neglect the mercy and the goodness of him that we find ourselves uh, doubting the Most High only because we can't believe. But we thank God that he has blessed us, he is long-suffering, and he's merciful. So because of that, then we uh, need to begin to move in him even the more and complete that which he would have for us to do. But at this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Emmanuel, we thank you. We pray that you bless this broadcast. Father, we ask you to bless it, Lord, that we may go forth and that it be none of me and all of thee. Father, I ask you to allow me to decrease and you increase. You know what your people's need. Know what those that are will be your people's need to hear. So I ask you to put a shield upon my lips that I speak nothing to glorify James Ware, but to speak that which you would have me to say. And Father, I ask you to bless that one, that one that feels they tune in 
by accident. Let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you. In the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. <clears throat> well, we thank God. We thank God we done had uh, some beautiful weather. Amen. And it seemed like spring is coming. And uh, we just thanking God that we are yet. We know that things are not as we want it to be, some of us. But I want you to know that the Lord have allowed you to be a part of this day for a purpose. Yes, for a purpose. I truly believe that the Lord is calling, the Most High is calling some of you to be very, very special. No, we're not talking about preaching. Every time somebody say something about the Lord is calling you or the Most High calling you or Yahweh is calling you or whatever, you know what we have a tendency of doing? Thinking is preaching. I promise you, believers, we that, that have had his mercy and his goodness, and if you're listening to me today, you can say without a shadow of a doubt that you have had his mercy and his goodness. Now, why would you say that? Because you know you don't deserve whatever you have, wherever you're at. It was his mercy, his goodness. Now, maybe you can't see it, but I promise you that's what it is. Amen. Because I can look back at my life, and I can look back when uh, my own family thought that, uh, okay, it's over. He's coming to the close. And I look at how God had blessed me and gave me so many of the years now, he just didn't give me these years to just to say I'm living uh, longer. He didn't do that. No, ma'am. No, sir. He gave me these years for a purpose. And then not only that, I can testify. I got medical records that I can testify that God have transformed my life. He used another vessel to transform my life to have a different concept. So listen, it's so much that have been done in the natural. I can't help from serving him. I want to be all that he would have me to be in such a time as this. Now, maybe you may not. Maybe you may not have a mindset to do this or to do that. But I promise you. Uh, and look at look at what's going on around us, believers. Now, I'm not condemning nothing. I, I, listen, I'm, I think we should pray for our president, pray for your governor, where, whatever state you're in, you know, because these people, and pray for even the police force. They are peoples that you're going to have to deal with daily or monthly, whatever you want to say, weekly. But I think you as a believer should keep them in prayer. But let me go back to what I was saying. God done been so good to some of you, and you forgetting about where he brought you from and the purpose he doing. You think he just did it so you can have more time, so you can say, oh, you know, I, can, I ain't going to say you. I say me. Uh, oh, I thank God. I should have been dead. My sister brought my mom and dad. 
down to Atlanta and because the doctor said he got a weak heart and I don't think he's going to pull through this and all this. We got this on record. And mom uh, shed in tears. And I was able, God bless me, to te- to preach her uh, going home celebration, to preach my dad going home celebration. But they came to see me before I left. Now, you say, well, why are you telling us all this? Well, you know, sometimes I forget. I forget, and I have to remind myself, and that's the problem with most of you. You forgot about what God brought you through, how that he had blessed you. See, if you weren't, if you weren't forgetful, you know what? You will be serving him even the more. You will be spending time. It wouldn't be a problem when Brother Ware say, you need to obey the commandments of God. It wouldn't be a problem. You need to uh, love God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. When you think about where he brought you from and where you are now, you can say, you say, but Brother Ware, you don't know I'm going through. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. And you telling me, uh, talking to me about this and about that, listen to me, believers. I don't care what you're going through with. You yet have your mind. You yet have a mindset to yet hear the gospel. You're hearing me at this time because you don't have to hear me. So that tells me right there that you have a mindset to want to know his will. Now, what what you mean, Brother Ware? Is it for me to preach or me to do what or do this? No, let's start with the basic. Just obey him. Just do and don't forget. That's the problem. We forget. We forget. Listen, I'm going I'm to I'm give you a scripture to validate what I'm saying. Now, the reason I'm going to give you the scripture to validate it is uh, because sometimes we need to hear from others and what happened to them. And, and then that will show you where we are at, and once we see where we are at, then it'd be so easy. You got me? It'll be so easy for us to reflect. I have to reflect. I really do. Not that I'm so weak or I'm so strong. No, 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 no. I have to reflect that it's not by accident that I hadn't checked out of here. I'm, some, of the, some of you done lost dear friends in COVID-19. Just about everybody, it done touched just about everybody's uh, family. But let me say this, even at that, here's the problem. You know what? God yet left you here, so therefore he got more for you to do. Now, uh, Jesus had had been preaching and teaching in uh, the book of Mark around the fourth chapter. And he got ready, and he was saying, look, uh, brethren, disciples, uh, let's, let's, let's go to the other side, okay? Now, mind you, mind you, it was him that suggested it. Let me show you. Uh, in Mark uh, 4.35, it said, And that same day when evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over 
unto the other side. Now, they didn't decide it. They was following instruction. Now, let me tell you something. I have been following instruction, and things didn't look like I wanted to look. Then all of a sudden, I get frustrated. I get upset. But then I had to remind myself, this is what you have to remind. If God said it, if the Lord, now Jesus being the word of God manifested in flesh, we all agree. Now, I know some going to say, but brother, well, he's the son of God. He's this. He's that. But St. John, the first chapter said he was, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. And then we go back in Genesis, the Bible tell us, simple, we ain't got to be no Bible scholar. The Bible tell us that the voice of the Lord was walking in the coolness of the day. And Adam, he cried out to Adam, Adam, where art thou? Now, see, if that had been the most the most high, if that had been God, the Bible said, according to Brother David, if I make my bed in Hades, God is there. If I descend above the most high, God is there. There is no place that the Lord is not. I know sometime I wouldn't want him to be at the place where I'm at, but guess what? He's there, okay? But the word of God is, is in a specific place. When the word of God come to you, he come to you wherever you are at. You said, but I know somebody, they was in uh, California, and the word of God came to them. Well, when the word of God came to them, guess what? That's where the word of God was. But I don't want to waste a lot of time on him. But we're speaking about Jesus, the Christ, in his earthly ministry, after he was 30 years old, after he had chose his disciples, and after he just got through preaching uh, uh, the gospel to those in parables. And I used to think when I was young uh, in the ministry, oh, that ain't fair. Why you got the teaching in parables, but you telling them that you chose, you letting them know the truth. Well, guess what? God does the same thing. We that are called and chosen by God, he don't have to speak to us in power. Yes, he speak to the world. That's why you can be Mr. Businessman, have all the qualification you want and everything. You can have this uh, degree and that degree, Mr. Lawyer. You can have this degree and that degree. And you pick up the Bible and you cannot understand it. Yes, you read it, so you know what will happen there. Say, well, the Bible contradicts itself. No, it doesn't. I can show you anything that you want me to see. I can take you into the Old Testament and bring it up to the New. I'm not bragging or boasting now. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying the Bible does not contradict itself. People's done told that field and got people's believing. Well, you know this. I say everything in the Bible is true, but everything in the Bible is not true to me. You got me? Everything in the Bible is true, but it ain't true for you. It ain't true for me. Because uh, when we look at the scripture, tell us that Judas uh, went out and hung himself and then 
Later on, you go and read below, and it says, go and do likewise. It wasn't that's true, but not true. That means we taking out scriptures to mix up peoples, and peoples get confused. You know, I've seen somebody talk about if your leg offend you, cut it off. And so they're going to get it cut out. No, no, no. But uh, let, let me not waste time on those things. Only thing I'm trying to get you to see today is this. Jesus will not allow you to be ignorant from the Scripture. He will put somebody, a woman, a sister, you don't have to worry about it. God got some sisters that have studied and prayed and found God's will, God's way, and God will lead you in that direction. Brethren, God got some brothers that done prayed and done fast and done sought the word. They'll be able to lead you. The only reason we go be ignorant because we ignore what somebody, what the woman of uh, woman of faith have said or the man of faith have told you, okay? Because I believe that. I believe God chooses who he will, not who James Well wants to choose. No, ma'am, no, sir. I believe that there are some anointed sisters. I believe that wholeheartedly. They are anointed by God. And not, not that that makes any difference to anybody because, see, whether you believe it or whether you don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change things. But whether God believe or what God have said, that's what matters, okay? Uh, now, Jesus told the disciples, we're going to the other side. Let's pass over to the other side. 36 verse, and when they went, sent away the multitude. Now, after he got through preaching, he no doubt to say, look, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, whenever we'll be coming back. Uh, but you all need to go on home now, and we're finna go to the other side, and we'll talk to y'all later. I don't know what they did, but they sent the people away. Okay, sent the multitude away. And then they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ship. You know, uh, all of a sudden they said, Mm-mm, he ain't going to leave us like that. Because, man, he done got us excited. And we want to hear the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say, uh, the rest of the story. They decided they got little bitty ship, little bitty boats or whatever, they said, well, where he going, we're going to go too. You know, we're going to go on and follow. Now, it could be the event that's going to take place, he wanted to just be alone with the disciples, but they were getting offended. They decided, regardless of what the disciples says, we're going to go too. And there arose a great storm. So now we got a problem. A storm come up. Now, anything that Christ tells you to do, I mean that from the sincereness of my study, anything that is going to profit, the enemy going to fight it like never before. Oh, yeah, storm coming up. And a lot of people say, well, I, I, how you know the storm is of the Lord? Well, just check it out. If 
if the Lord, if the Most High told you, okay, told you to do, if it ain't nothing but fast, for from six this morning, I'm just going to say that, from six to, because I understand a lot of people can't do what they used to do. We uh, thought that if you fast, you had to fast for three days. But I'm not getting into all that. They say that used to break the wheel. But uh, here's the problem. If you were, ch- uh, you made up your mind to fast from 6 this morning to 6 tonight, and you was going to just keep your mind in prayer, you don't want to be jumping on no phone. Matter of fact, you're saying, I'm only going to answer serious call that I believe that is serious. So guess what? Time you set your mind to do that, man, your head going to hurt. This going to happen. That's going to happen. People's going to call you and everything. Why? Because the enemy want to send a storm your way. He wants to keep you from not obeying God. He don't want you to obey God. He knows that there is a blessing that lies in you being obedient. Whatever God put in your mind. Whatever he put in your heart. Now, when it's a uh, lesson, it's us. Now, a lot of times, I can honestly say it's some things that I thought was God, and it wind up being James Ware. It wind up being the flesh. And down the road, down the road, I see that it was the flesh. And then I say, God, I thank you for unanswered prayer. Amen. It's some things that I thank God for that I didn't get, but I really wanted it to have it for that time. But let's go on. So once they decided to go, once they decided to be obedient, then the Bible declared in the 37th verse that it rose a great storm and wind and waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. It was start, the, the water started coming in the ship, believers. I'm telling you. Think about this now. I'm saying, wait a minute now. The water coming in, but it just so happened that I remember I done went D.C. fishing uh, for a few times, and I know that the part that the disciples was in, remember now, they didn't have motors like we have uh, today. So they had to row. They had people's on each side. So maybe had two or three on each side. Don't know how many it was there, but they had to roll across going to the other side. And and they could have had a sail. And even with a sail, you still have to roll some. If you know that a sailboat today, it still have a little motor on the back of it. Now, what the little motor do is get you in the current of the wind. So what the rowing do get you in the current of the wind so it can begin to carry you whatever direction you're trying to go in. All right. But anyway, let's 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 see. Now, think about this. Christ, the one told him to go. Haven't Christ told you to do something and look like all of a sudden? Water start coming in to the ship. Problems start happening. And now we're saying, hold up. This is a problem. This is a big problem. We're going to sing. That's the first thing that come to your mind. We're going to sing. Why? 
because we seeing this water coming in the ship, and without the wind, there would not be no waves. So first of all, we we just don't know. Look like the wind ain't grabbing hold to the sails to take us the way that we really want to go. It's changing direction. And when wind changes direction, according to a friend of mine that had a sailboat, then the boat goes left for a little bit and then it comes back. And in the process, then you're in the midst of the storm because he was telling me about when Paul now couldn't see land for 14 days and they eventually ran on and, and broke the ship broke up. But it was because of the fact that they got wind coming one way and wind coming the other way. But the disciples, and because they were fishermen, I'm sure they were special Peter now, they woke, they knew about it, okay? Let's go on right quick. And he said, the winds and the way beat upon the, unto the ship, and that it was now getting full. It started filling up. And he was in the hindrance of the uh, part of the ship, asleep on a pillar. Now, the hinder part was that little up part where we would use to stir at up in that area. That was a little area up from the part where we rolled, the part that where we, if you was going to fish, throw the net out or whatever. He, the, the disciples there, but he had been preaching, so he decided to get some rest. Remember now, he's the word of God uh, in flesh. The word of God took on flesh. He said, the world was made by me, and without him that was made, won anything that was made. And he came into his own. Who was his own? The children of Israel came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him to him, gave them power to become the sons of God. So in spite of what somebody else thinks, what make you a son of God if you truly believe on him? Now, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this, and then I'm going to go. Now, uh, and I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back on this because the good part is about to come. And it went, and as the waves began to, uh, beat and the water kept coming in and he was in the upper part of the ship and he was asleep on a pillow and they awakened him. Hold up. I'm going to have to stop right there because see, first of all, why you awaken him? You, he done told you that we're going to the other side. Man, I'm going to come back on this and I'm going to show you what I'm trying to say. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404 404- 293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. 
We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we are back at 4435586699. I'm here today. Question or comment? That's 4435586699. We thank the Lord that He allowed us to be here on this beautiful day. Amen. So if you have any question, feel free to call us. All right. Uh, I want to, and I'll give you my number at the end of the broadcast, uh, information. Please be prepared to get the information at the end of the broadcast. Now, here's my, here's my point that I'm here trying to make today. It's amazing. It really is how that God love us so much, put up with everything that we have did, put up with us doing this and doing that. And then even when he tell us something to do, we figure out a reason not to do it. We say, but I ain't heard Lord say this, and I ain't heard the Lord say that. And, and it, to you, be a legitimate thing. But guess what? I remember some things. I'm coming back to the Word. I remember the Lord told me to do a particular thing, and I said, I ain't heard the Lord say that. I heard somebody else said that. But then I started weighing it out with the scripture. And I weighed it out and I said, but I still ain't heard the Lord. I believe the Lord will tell me. Some of you saying that same thing today. I believe the Lord will speak to me. Guess what? A lot of times he has spoken to you. He has verified it. But we uh, try to figure out certain things. This is what the disciples was doing. They was figuring out why we're, we're not going on the other side. Even though they had been with him and saw the miracles and saw the things that was done and saw how he had fed the peoples, how the miracles have done, how he had talked about the seeds and and on and on, all these things that was uh, justifiable to know this is just not anybody. Hold up. Let's go a little step further. Remember Peter was fishing. He said, no, 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 no. Come on, Peter. I, I, I'm going to make you a fisherman of men. This man was a, a business owner. 
he owned his own fishing ships because the, the verified that he was once Christ was killed, he lost his zeal for a moment or two, and he decided, hey, let's go fishing. And, of course, Christ told him to, you know, to do this and fish. He was there with no clothes on, and, and all of a sudden when he realized it was Christ that was giving instruction, of course, Christ, that's after he was risen from the dead. But my point is that a lot of things the Lord done told us, and we just got to get it in writing. Now, hear these brethren. Christ done said, go on the other side. First of all, they looked at the situation, which was the wind, the water coming in the ship. Now, somebody should have said, but we got Christ. When that water hit him, he going to do something because I believe he's a miracle worker. I believe that. So he's going to do something. He gonna, uh, they ain't seen the wind stop yet, but at least he knew they was going to do something. Because he the one that told us to go to the other side. All right, then he said, and in the 38th verse, he said unto him, said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Wait a minute. We perishing with the deliverer. We're perishing with the one that created you. We're perishing with the power of God right in the midst of you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you're going to perish, what better way to perish? I mean, uh, if I'm going to perish, I don't want to be in the presence of the devil, meaning doing devilish things. Truly, if I'm obeying God and I perish, man, I, I got a blessing. I'm going to be blessed. Okay? So, uh, first of all, we you ain't studying about us perishing you're not thinking about this and about that and you are concerned you're not concerned 39th verse here's what happened and he rose and the wind he rose and rebuked the wind first of all he dealt with what was what going for the wind now i have to admit uh, that would be an issue for me, too. I'm saying, hold up. You mean to tell me I had the authority to stand up and just tell the wind to stop blowing? Uh, no, I, I would be uh, baffled, okay? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Now, right about now, let me say this. All them little ships, they gone. They gone because uh, the key is that uh, if a big ship uh, that like the disciple them was on, if it's having a problem, them little ships gone. Uh, a little boat cannot get in the ocean. They can only play around the edge. Once they get, and I learned that once they get uh, to the drop, the ocean have a drop so many feet out. It drops, meaning that it becomes real deep. 
the waves are more boastful. The wind are more stronger once you get from the land over two or 300 yards. You, a little boat can't get out there. So anyway, here's, here's my point. They woke him up. Say, look here, hey, 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 uh, uh, Messiah. Uh, they probably were, they probably didn't call him Emmanuel. Could, I don't know. But interpreting what we call Jesus the Christ interpretation. Uh, man, you ain't concerned about us. We perishing. We got all this water coming. Look, 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 look at the water in the ship. See, we look at circumstances. We look at situation. We try to figure it out why it cannot happen. Why are we going to drown? Instead of looking at, hold up, somebody should have had enough love and compassion to say, but he the one told us to go. You know, um, and I'm coming back to this, but I, I love, my, have became one of my favorite uh, uh, stories in the scripture is about uh, the, the little Israelite child that was a slave in uh, Naaman's house. This girl, I mean, she didn't even get angry. She was more concerned about her master getting help. Now, right there, I would have been saying, I hope he, uh, something happened, got me a slave, and took me from my family, took me from my country, put me in a house. But the little girl had enough love of God in her that she told him where he could get healed. Now, I'm not getting into that story, but uh, I, I'm trying to say, see, a lot of times we look at the circumstances. Joseph didn't look at the circumstances. Only thing Joseph knew that he was there in prison unjust. If I could get my uh, faith, James Ware faith, to not to look at the situation where I'm at and look at what he done told me, then guess what? We'll have an altogether different point of view on the direction that he's trying to get us to go. I'm telling you, believers, the only reason we are not accomplished, like I said, I know a sister that said about the different preachers, if they could just get together, like the center people, the center peoples can get together. And we know the scripture says that, I'm coming back to this, but we know the scripture says the children of the light, uh, the darkness is more wiser than the children of the light. I also had another, uh, not only that sister, but another brother to tell me that we need to pull ourselves together, get a counselor of people and work together. But the problem is it ain't, it's not going to happen because everybody wants to look at Christ in their own way, and they want to be the supervisor. They don't want to take a back seat to see the plan of God to see the saints of God can be blessed as they did in the first century of the church, how they was on one accord, one mind. Those that didn't have house had more than one house. They sold a house. They gave, gave the money away so that the people that didn't have nothing could have something. You said, but Brother Ware, we can't do that today. 
If we did that today, we would have a lot of people to come in and use you, and they would take advantage of you. You're right if you are doing it of yourself, but if you're doing it in the name of the Lord, and you all have counselors from the Lord, and they seeking God, they are not doing these things and this thing and that thing. They are trying to obey God. Boy, I'm telling you, we could really work a work for the Lord, but we're not working a work for the Lord. We're working a, a work in the name of God to please ourselves. In other words, James Well want to get a ministry so he can say, look at me. Oh, look at me. I got this. I got that. But in the midst of it, we got two or three peoples following us, and then we're saying, I don't know why people don't want the truth. No, ma'am. No, sir. It ain't about people's wanting the truth. It's about we going to the other side, and we not looking at the circumstances and looking at the, uh, uh, the situation. See, the, the uh, Peter and them begin to watch the water, the wind, water coming in the boat. Yes, you're going to have trials and tribulations. Yes, you're going to be in a position that God uh, looked like is done walked away from you. Yes, but where is the faith? Where, that you got to show forth that you're different. See, sinners do it, and they don't even have faith. They do it because they believe. The drug dealers say, I'll sell this, and, and I'll take that and buy some more, and, and on and on, and they take a, they taking a chance. Some don't make it. Some wind up getting locked up. Some wind up getting hurt, whatever. But then because they saw one other, they seen somebody else, they believe that they, they can do that same thing. Now, we're the one that's supposed to have faith. We're the one that say Christ called us. We're the one that say he chose us. We're the one that say I'm ordained by him. But in the midst of all that, we are making a mockery out of his name. The sinner man sitting back and saying, what make y'all so much different? Only thing I'm saying is y'all just arguing and fussing and fighting over who is right, what is right. Instead of us humbling ourselves and saying, well, okay, let's do this. We want to see the glory of God. We are more concerned about seeing God be glorified than James Ware being glorified. Forget about James Ware. Listen, I had to make a decision, and I'm coming back to the Scripture, but I had to make a decision. I was in a particular organization, and I saw this particular organization. It had a couple of truths. See, everybody got a little truth. Everybody. You, ain't, uh, uh, you can't tell me a fellowship except they don't believe in Christ. But they all got a little truth. So I began to get into this, and I said, well, what about this error? What about that error? What about uh, we doing this and doing that? They said, well, brother, well, we don't want to focus on the, the minor things. We want to deal with the major. But I'm saying, but that's major. And, and he says, but no, that's minor. You, it may be major for you. And then I said, oh, yeah, that's right. I refuse to go along with that. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the very place that I, when I went in as a minister, I come out being ordained, then I decided that 
I'm going to raise up a group. And the Lord just showed me you what you did. You're more concerned about the ways. You're more concerned about the situation. I remember when I was in prison ministry, the guy said, I said, I can't work up under this guy. He cracking jokes about uh, underclothes that he got uh, last night, even though he was bringing some female underclothes. He was saying that, and I said, man, that's a scandal. He said, but Brother Ware, don't look at him. Look at what God put you in. And that enabled me to say, oh, okay, all right, I, 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 I don't agree with it, but I'm coming to preach the gospel. And God bless me. Let me tell you something, folks. These brotherings, they couldn't see Christ. They forgot about him. In the midst, even though he was in the midst, they were saying, oh, no, no, no. You ain't stunned about us perishing. You the one. Now, I'm just fixing it up. No, you don't read. Uh, you the one that told us, let's go to the other side. And he stood up and he said, peace be still. And then after the peace be still, then the Bible said it became calm. And he said, now, in the 40th verse, and he said unto them, that, uh, them, why are thou so fearful? Why are you scared? What you scared of? I mean, I done told you. I done told you I'm going to do this. Amen. I done told. I, I was telling the young brother today he was talking about the marriage thing. And I said, bro, you're going to always have a problem. You just have to learn to deal with it and realize that it's two of y'all trying to come as one. And the enemy don't want that to happen. I say, so what you got to do, you got to outsmart the devil. The devil wants you to keep going and coping. The devil wants you to keep doing this and doing that. And he said, you're right, brother. Well, you're right. And guess what? I believe that young man caught it. Why I believe he caught it? Because he realized. Now, of course, I'm so much older than him, and he respects that part about me. But the, the, the point that we was trying to get to is don't look at the situation. Look at what God, how he'll get the glory. Folks, let me tell you something. The enemy making a mockery out of relationships now. He's making a mockery out of we in church. The Sabbath uh, uh, believers are condemning the first, uh, first day believers, the, the uh, peoples that... Uh, uh, believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, condemning those people instead of we going forth. Listen to me. We that say we know truth, if we go forth and show that it's a different, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to let them see my different. A basketball player don't try to prove to the football player that I got a better sport. He just, what, focus on getting better in that sport. So Jesus said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Oh, but when it comes to the things of working, when it comes to the things of driving, amen, we drive. We dr Listen to me. I used to think when I was driving truck, I used to think any day, uh, uh, any night, I'm on, somebody going to be on the wrong side of the road. But yet I had faith enough to keep driving that truck, running that route 
whether the weather bad or good, whether it's raining or dry. Guess what? It was I, I had the faith in the natural things, but in the spiritual things, we can't believe God. We can't believe God to show forth, to show out in our life in whatever area God has spoke to us. You say, but he ain't spoke to me. Well, whatever area, if you in the boat, get stay in the boat. You jump out, you're going to drown if they had to jump down. So guess what? Here's what the disciples begin to say. Uh, they felt exceeded, and they stood uh, uh, and said, one another, what matter a man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Listen to me, folks. He knew that they would obey him because he's the one that created the wind. He created the sea. And they be more obedient to the, the cares of this life, the things of the carnal things, rather, are more obedience to than a spiritual one. Remember I started out, I say, it's amazing how the children of, uh, of the darkness got more faith than us. Listen, I see people's going forth in the natural world. And listen to me now, listen. They go forth and they get their education, they study, and they wind up getting a degree and not knowing that they're going to get a job not knowing that they're going to do this or do that, but they go and believing that if I get qualified, I'm going to be able to find a job. Now, how is it that we are in the faith that we don't say the same thing? If I get qualified, if I get in the faith, uh, uh, get qualified and begin to study the scriptures, then the Lord, the Lord going to bless me. He can't bless us because we're worrying about the circumstance. I'm worrying about the wind. I'm worrying about the wave. I'm worrying about the boat getting filled. Instead of me focusing on what he said, I forgot about what he said. Let us go to the other side. If I go to the other, if, if I had that concept, then guess what? Everything else don't mean nothing. I'm going to put it on him. I'm going to say, now, Lord, you told me. But you know the truth of the matter is, we don't believe he really said, let's go to the other side. That's the problem. See, if we believe they said, let us go to the other side, then the circumstances, then, then the thing. Some of you got great revelations that God done put in heart, that the Lord done showed you how that you can make an effect in people's life. But then we'll we get sidetracked through the waves, get sidetracked through the water, and we'll say, but I need to do this, and I have to do that, and I've got to finish this, and I've got to uh, start that. And in essence, we forget about, we forget about what he read originally told us. Let's go to the other side. And if he's with you, Oh, yes, 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 if he's with you, you're going to the other side. Truly, regardless of whether they woke him up or not, he the water would have come up there and the water would have woke him up. And hold up, uh, water, get out of the ship. The water had to go. You know, it's amazing. Uh, let's go back to the uh, Naaman. It's amazing that uh, uh, Elijah sent him to the uh, ship. 
uh, I'm sorry, sent him to the the river, the uh, Jordan River, and told him to go dip. And you know why? Because that river, to me, now this to me, that river had been obedient to God in numerous a time, at least three times. You say, brother, well, what you mean? Listen, when when uh, Elijah uh, went there, Elijah hit the water with his manna, the water depart. And Elijah left, and, and Elisha came back, and he did the same thing, and the water departed. When they was bringing the Ark of the Covenant, when the priests put their foot down, the water said, oh, uh, the Ark of the Covenant is coming down. They ain't say that. But I'm saying that's where it looked. Uh, the water departed again and allowed them to come across. That's just the three times I'm thinking right off. I'm thinking there's another time. But right now, what I'm trying to tell you, let's move forward in Christ. If Christ um, uh, equipped us, I'm not saying that maybe the person that we're dealing with, maybe that's not the person that God told to go on the other side. God might have not told them to go, and he told you to go on the other side. So if I'm in the little ship, oh, come on now, listen to me now. If I'm in the little ship following the big ship where Christ is, because I'm saying if he's going, I'm going. And guess what? When the, when the waves come, it's just going to blow me on out the way. You got it? A whole lot of folks is in the little ship following Christ. They're not in the real ship. When we get in that real ship and he told us to go on the other side, regardless of the situation, the circumstance, I'll be on the other side because he's with me. And whatever he done told me when he said, James, well, so-and-so, this is for you, then you stand on it, get out the way, and let God do it. Amen. Because when God do it, you can't lose out. Reverend Ike used to have a thing, yeah, I can't lose with the stuff I use. Now, I don't know what he was using, but I do know you can't lose with the word of God if you're standing on the word of God. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you, Father, that you have allowed us to see that we need to abide in this ship and have faith to believe that you told us, let's go to the other side, knowing that you wouldn't tell us to go to the other side and therefore, we are not able to make it. We know you're going to allow us to make it. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you. That person that's right on the verge, God, uh, re- want to repent because they are looking at themselves. Let them focus on you. Let them know that you died, shed at your blood in order for them to have the right to the tree of life. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, to Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, we thank God. I mean, I didn't go through it. I didn't even give my scriptures uh, that I wanted to give. I wanted to go in Psalm uh, as well because I was reading, and it took me to Psalm, and I seen some things that we needed, but maybe it wasn't time. So anyway, but I want you to understand abide in the ship and watch what God do. I don't care what what the circumstances looking like, how it looking. I truly believe God will bless you. Amen. You can reach Brother Ware at 
7557 for any question or comment on the word or you have a question not that I know everything but I can get the answer that's a promise okay or visit our website our website is brotherjamesware.org that's brotherjamesware.org and it's going to pull up believers amen and we're making some more changes we're going to do some more things uh, that we are doing now. All right? I thank God for you. Looking for God to bless you. You pray for Brother Ware. And listen, join us on a Saturday, what you call Saturday, but Saturday at 12 noon, from 12 to 1. We would love for you to join us in Facebook. That's brotherjamesware.org. All right? We would love for you to be a part of that teaching. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.